Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men in the Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. This is episode number 122, and I'm here with my beautiful and talented co-host, the one and only, Shannon. How are you doing, Shannon? Hi. Hello. Hola. Oh, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm I'm actually it's a beautiful day. Uh actually I have some construction going on at my house. Uh I'm very excited about it. Uh some stuff that really needed to be getting done for a while and it's in motion. So uh I'm very happy about that. So sometimes though some of the workers I do want to strangle at times, but you know. But it's probably not a you probably wouldn't be a good employer if you strangle your employees, right? So so please guess, don't strangle or, nobody. Or maybe I'll wait till they're finished, then I'll start <laughs> strangling people. But uh no, they're no they're cool, they're cool. Um, but um it's funny though. So as you guys know, just as a side story, um, you know, I have a big art collection, right? Mm-hmm. And I have a I have to maybe I'll take a picture of it. I have a um it was uh it's a a a bus of Martin Luther King's head, right? And it's like it's very huge, it's done by this amazing artist, and it, this thing weighs a lot. <laughs> and when it when I first got it, it took like five strong dudes to put it on the pedestal and put it in the back, right? So um it needed to be moved again. So uh, we're all like figuring like, okay, this is how we're going to move it. Try to figure it out. Right. And it was this young man. I think he was about 22 or something. Mm-hmm. Not a big guy at all. And he's like, Oh, oh I got it. Mm-hmm. He picks it up and moves it. And I mean, like this thing is, huge. I got it. When I show it to you, you'll see what I'm talking about. This thing is huge. He moves it like it's nothing. And we looked at him. Everybody looked at him like, what the hell? Is, what is he on, right? And I, I remember I told him, I said, you know, I have a list of people. If I ever got into it with them, that I'm just shooting them. Yeah. <laughs> like, no fighting. <laughs> we, we just shooting. <laughs> I was like, dang. And he's, you, know, you know, you ever see somebody that don't look like they're strong, but they got all this strength? They, I call it country strong, where it's just they don't even lift weights. They just strong. And this young man moved that thing like it was nothing. So, you know, so that's just one of the things. But he's good people working, and I'm very happy about it. So let's get to our, right, right, grown man strength. Let's get to our uh, guest today. And uh, our, uh, of course, ladies first. We have, once again, back on the show, Marisol. How you doing? Uh-oh, did she? I'm good, and yourself? Pretty good. Um, so do I do I say it properly, Marisol? Marisol, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, is that is that proper? Am I wrong? Depends on where you're from. It sounds a little different. Oh, okay, so how do most people say it? Like Shannon, Marisol. Marisol. Like if there's an A instead of a Y. So. Okay, how does your mother say it? Marisol. Marisol. Okay, so Marisol. Okay. I'll say Marisol. Uh, 
<laughs> right, well, thank, thank you for being here on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, also, uh, coming back on the show, this this brother, man, he's a life coach. Uh, he does his own um, work online as well. It's one and only C. Will, the builder. How you doing? What up, y'all? How you doing? Excellent, excellent, man. And I'm glad to have you back on the show. Uh, we're going to be talking about the topic tonight is uh, how to choose a mate. So this should be a good one. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, all of us are single. So I I said as a uh, disclaimer, maybe at the beginning of the show, we should say that you may not want to listen to what we have to say <laughs> so, or do the opposite. Maybe yeah. do the opposite. <laughs> but um, it, this should be interesting. And I see Danny is in the chat room as well. Uh, we have Melvin, Brooklyn, Andre. So everybody else I'm sure will be following in as we do this show. So how to choose a mate, right? Um, now, when I was a young man in my twenties, I'm, I'm 42 now. Um, the things that probably I was looking for then, I'm sure, has evolved, right? And I'm assume we, I'm assume we've all evolved from what we were probably looking for in our twenties than what we are looking for now. I hope so, right? Um, to use uh, Shannon's term, uh, I like to say that I like to date with purpose at this point now, so mm-hmm. I, I use that now. Um, some of us as we get older, we still like to just kind of be out there, you know, taking whatever comes, you know, not even thinking about uh, who we get involved with and whether or not we should get involved with that person. So I I think a good way to start off is let's talk about our evolution, right? So uh, I'm going to start with, you know, I'm going to start with you, C. Will. How do you feel like you've evolved from when you were a young man out there in the dating scene to now, as far as what you look for, what entices you, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, I think the main thing that jumps out in my mind is I used to be really, you know, looks was, you know, very, you know, as far as factors that I, that were very important looks were like, um, you know, 75% at least or 80 or maybe 95 and then the rest of 5% was divided in, into, you know, so it's like, and then, but even then, you know, I didn't really like, you know, people who you can't have a conversation with and all that, but now it's like, okay, looks, you know, it's more in the 50% range, you know what I'm saying? And now it's more like, okay, it's still, I, I, I have to be attracted to you in some physical way, but it's really more about you, you know what I'm saying? So I'll see somebody and I'll just feel, okay, like, what, what are you going to say? You know, what's your attitude? What are you going to do? You know, as far as your behavior more so than even what you say. But um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, that's the main thing that has changed a lot. And I think I've seen that evolution happen with, like, my family members and stuff. Because, you know, back in the day, you know, it wasn't always, you know, the dark skin. You know, so it's like everyone's first girlfriend and boyfriend in my family was, like, this, you know, pretty girl or pretty boy light-skinned person you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and now even all of them either like I, I don't think any of them worked out you know what i'm saying uh like some even got married or whatever but it still didn't work out because you know it just wasn't it's not just about how someone looks it's about what's going on inside so i think that's the main thing that evolved mm, okay 
All right. What about you, Mary? Uh, how how has what you look for evolved since when you were younger to now? Uh, being younger, it looks looks have never mattered to me. Thus, looking at all my ex boyfriends, everyone can witness that. Um, but being, I didn't care if you had a job. I didn't care if you had this. I didn't care if you had goals. Um, now that I'm older, I'm looking for these quality things. Like, as far as what are you doing with yourself? Where do you see yourself in five years? You know, what's your outtake on children and things like that. But, so I guess it's evolved in a good way for me. Mm, okay. All right. So it's, uh, it's funny, though. You said if you look at all your exes, you can tell looks wasn't an issue. That's hilarious. And and uh, poor guys. Uh, <laughs> I say it all the time. <laughs> uh, like, I wasn't waiting for your looks. I was with you because I was in love with you. Now I'm not in love with you. You're <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. What about you, Shannon? How, how have you evolved? Um, I think that's the best question because um, it's not so much that what I've been interested in has evolved because I think I've always been attracted to um, character and intelligence overlooks. Always. It just has always been important to me. Um, kind of nerdy that way. Um, but I think I have evolved um, in terms of um, what I allow and what I um, am able to um, mesh well with. Hmm. You, you know, it's funny. Um, as far as myself, I don't, I don't know that I, when I was younger, I thought about the bigger picture, right? So I didn't think about like, I figured like, you know what, as long as right now is good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I that's how I looked at it, right? Like right now it's popping. That's great. You know, yeah. I, I never thought like, you know, does this really have any legs or potential legs of going anywhere or anything like that? It was just pretty much, you know what, for right now, this will be awesome. But I see like now I think about the long haul, the bigger picture, right? So it's something that I really think about, you know. And to be honest, when you meet somebody, you really don't know, right? You can you can assume what could you know what could be down the line. So it's very interesting though. Um, as I you know I'm 42 years old, right? So you know, um, hopefully my train stays on the tracks for a long time, <laughs> you know. But you know, at a certain Amen. point, right? You gotta, you know, the train ain't gonna be going as fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so you got to start thinking like, okay, do I need to uh, really think about, you know, who I choose, you know, uh, share my time with, right? And, um, you know, it's something I really think about, right? That I didn't think about before. So, how do you? <laughs> it's a little blue pill, hilarious. Uh, I went well. Okay, I wasn't talking about that aspect of it it's talking more like living but that hey that's that's a real thing too right so but um hilarious um so when you meet somebody new right there's this thing this like euphoria 
that you know with someone new right it's this it's the new car smell it's all their jokes are funny you know they're just they always seem amazing in the beginning and then there's a certain point where that new car smell wears out and you got to get the little what's those little um tree things that go in the window to keep yeah, right, sure. right. <laughs> you know, to keep the smell good, right? And I feel like relationships are like that, right? A lot of times it's like in the beginning, it just smells awesome, right? And then you got to do little things to keep that, that new smell going. Makes me nauseous, hilarious. So how do you know in the beginning if this is something good or it's just that new car smell? Or is that just something with time, uh, Anybody who wants to go in there? Hey, what's up, Brad? Is that just a time thing? So for me, I can I think I can tell you that I think it's a take every day, day by day type of thing, because eventually you know it that new car smell is gonna wear off. So you'd have to kind of just be like, all right, I know it's coming, but how I choose to react to it is I guess the the where it goes where that relationship goes right Mm -hmm. so i can once that new car smell wears off i can say all right so it's time far Mm -hmm. or i can say i've had a lot of fun with this car i'd like to keep it where's the deodorizers because i need to put that little tree up you know (laughs) and keep things fresh a little longer right 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 yeah that's me what about you see yeah, I think just like like you're thinking about the bigger picture, so it's it's something that you just have to know that that's when you actually that's when the real relationship actually begins, you know, because before that it's just a fling, you know, and you can you can have that and have fun, you know, for a little while with just about anybody that has a you know pleasing enough personality, but when you were talking about the bigger picture, I was really thinking about, okay, what are you actually trying to accomplish in your life, you know? And does that person and their personality and what they expect from a relationship fit with what you're going, to, what you're trying to accomplish, you know? Cause that's, that's really the main measure that I take now cause I'm really serious as well as far as what I want to do with my life. And if, if you're going to be a part of it, you need to support it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's not going to be someone like, oh, you need to do this and you need to be here for me all the time and rub my feet. And not that I won't rub your feet, but it's just that sometimes I'm not going to be there to rub your feet because I'm still going to be pursuing my dream. And if you have, and that's why I like women who have something going on too, or either don't mind just being a support, either or, you know, don't expect me to just give you all my time, you know, so it should be a partnership, I think. So anyway, I know I'm, I'm kind of taking it a little further than where you started, but I would say as far as that, um, just know it's going to happen. And that's actually when you recognize, hey, I need to make the co- commitment, you know? And I think if you come into it with that, knowing that, okay, this is, like you said, you're not playing no more, you're serious. So that's when, like you said, everything is not easy but that's when you have to put in the effort because it, it, it's, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. A lot of times um, in relationships, I mean, in most relationships, it's usually an imbalance as far as interests. Uh, you know, it's usually 
one person. Hey, Dante, uh, it's usually one person likes the other person way more than the other. Or, you know, it's yeah. never it's very rarely 50 50. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it happens, but it's usually, you know, it's like someone that you really like. They're kind of lukewarm on you or vice versa. So now a lot of times in that beginning stage, the euphoria stage, we all, you know, we might feel similar about each other, but then it just starts to go the other ways a lot of times. And it's usually, I mean, it can be mutual, but sometimes it's both, you know, I mean, some sometimes, I mean, most times I feel like it's one person. Um, is there any way that when that, the new car smell starts rubbing off of you, is there any ways for you to get that back or, you know, or is that just something it just happens, you know, like, uh, you know, is there some, is it, is it, excuse me. Cause um, a lot of times it's not usually that someone's changed their behavior or anything. It's just that other person, you know, they seen what you have to offer maybe and they don't feel the same about it. I mean, Shannon, what do you think? Is there something that you can do to get it back usually, or is it just, it is what it is. I don't really know how to answer that. I don't know how to date. And I say this all the time on this show. I don't know how to date. Um, I like everybody. <laughs> everybody. So, um, but I'm usually the person that is like three strikes and you're out. Um, but those strikes tend to go real fast. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, what, are you, what are you striking people for? Is, is it lying, like serious stuff like lying and cheating, or is it like... Being I mean, I haven't up? had to do that in a really long time. I haven't dated in a really long time, so mm -hmm. I mean, currently, I'm not striking anybody for anything. Well, what, what would be a strike for Shen? I mean, obviously, if they cheated on you, that's, a, a, you know, I mean, those are obvious. I mean, lack of ambition is a big one Um, in my current age bracket. Like, I... Just not being with somebody who doesn't have a drive or a goal or a vision is 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 sometimes that's a just a depressive. It's like that's a sad way to be in a relationship with somebody. You can help develop that, but if they don't have the fire under their own belly to push it forward, that's too much work for me. You know, I want to I want to talk about that. And I see Luke in the chat. How you doing, Luke? As well, um, when you say lack of ambition. Are you talking about someone who is currently like out of work or something, or are you talking about someone they may have a job, they pay their bills, but they are just cool being like there, right there? Is that what you're talking about? Like, I mean, you know, ambition, that could be life. Um, I don't think I've ever dated anyone that didn't have a job, um, even if it was a part time job. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't really. But not saying that I wouldn't, I guess it would depend on what the circumstance was. So I'm not going to say I wouldn't do X, Y, and Z. I've done a lot for a lot less. So, um, but just envision for life. Like I used to talk to someone that all they wanted to do was work. And I was like, well, what do you like to do outside of work? And they're like, well, I don't even know. I was like, well, why don't you spend some time finding that out? So you can enjoy life outside of work. Because it's clear that you don't enjoy mm -hmm. work, um, you know, and that is dampening your mood about everything else. Um, 
and I kind of left it at that because, you know, you only need to say something once to an adult, you know, especially if they don't like to be micromanaged and I don't like to micromanage, especially people's lives. Um, and I kind of just observed and left it at that. And when it didn't match up anymore for me, it was like, I'm good. What if, what if you got like a bomb ass job? Like, you know, like something that they've always wanted to to have their whole life. And they just love, you know, like, you know, somebody who just love what they do and they really don't have much outside of that as far as what, you know, they're down for whatever, but they not necessarily trying to, you know, do a whole lot because they love what they do. I mean, but case in point in this conversation and what we're contexting it around my statement, it wasn't a, I mean, it was an admirable job. But it was a taxing job. It was a job where emotions couldn't be brought into the equation. Therefore, that person didn't know how to bring emotions into anything. And so you could have a bomb job, but if you don't have balance, if you don't have um, uh, an ability to prioritize and level things out and stop. I mean, because there are workaholics, even in bomb jobs. And so let's not negate that. but there has to be a balance and there has to be a balance in all things in your life, um, including the art of relationship and choosing someone who's understanding and giving to that, you know, not necessarily someone who wants to monopolize all your time. Um, Cause if they want to monopolize all your time and it's okay, you don't have a job because th- that's why you don't have a job because they monopolize all your time. Um, but yeah. Um, I just think the lack of ambition and drive and passion for life is, is, it's unfortunate. And I that. Do I'm gonna ask a silly, maybe a silly question? Do I always like to ask this question? Like, in do people who lack ambition know they lack ambition? He knew he did. Yeah, I think so. Because it's like it's like um, you don't really have any real joy. It was Mm -hmm. like, and and that's what he said. He was like, I really don't know what I wanted. I mean, apart from raising his daughter, and I mean, she was getting where she is in college at this point. And working, and of course, I understood the whole work thing. I was short-staffed in my job. He was short-staffed his job, you know. And we work in two human service-related fields, so I got it. But it's like he knew that he was lacking something. And, um, I mean, I could pour into your cup, but if you don't drink from it, I can't do nothing about that. Mm. I don't know if I've ever met. I, I honestly, I don't know if I've ever talked to someone who I felt like they lacked ambition and they seemed to know it. To me, like in their mind, they would say, "I got ambition, sure," but they really did, <laughs> you know. I mean, but that goes with knowing yourself. Um, and I mean, this was just a person, and not everybody knows that. And so I think I agree with you on that regard, Kente. Sometimes people, and it's not sometimes that people don't know. I think it's people know it and they don't want to do anything about it. And people aren't willing to hold them accountable to not necessarily changing for them, but changing for the betterment of themselves. You know, I want to be, I want people in my life, regardless of what the relationship looks like, um, challenging each other for the better, excellent versions of ourselves. And if we can't do that, then why are we in each other's lives? You know, if you're not helping me, you're hindering me and vice versa. And so people that say they don't know it, um, 
you know, it, it's a pity not to have an awareness about yourself to that effect. But what's even worse is to know it and refuse to do anything about it. Mm. Okay, so um, going back to choosing how to uh, choose a mate, um, the question I want to ask the panel is, how much stock do you guys put in? I'm going to start off with C-Will on this one and then go to, to, go to Mary. Uh, how much stock do you put into advice from outside sources? Or do you have somebody, like, when it comes to people that you're dating and, you know, they may see something that maybe you don't see and they want to chime in? Is there anybody that you can actually go to who, you know, in that regard? Um. Yeah. Yeah, my my parents, my 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 dad, and like, and the thing is, it's kind of, yeah, we're I have a real real tight family. So basically, if I, so I'll give you an example. So I had a girl in Boston, and she was quite a little bit younger than me and very nice. And so, um, you know, we was cool and kicking it and everything. And so I called, you know, I called my dad and said, hey, got a girl, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, okay. And so, you know, I had the little video. He was like, hey. And she was like, hey. And then um, later when I talked to him, he was dead on about her. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he he's real insightful. You know, he's like I me. Mean, he's real. It doesn't take him much to read somebody or what I would say discern. He's more discerning, you know, is, mm -hmm. is a better description. And so, um, and it was exactly what he said it was, you know, he said, oh, yeah, she looks nice and you're, you're having fun. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I know that's what I, you know, I was, I was trying to gas him up. Like, yeah, I found somebody like, you know, he knew that's not what it was. And I knew that's not what it was either. So it's, you know, um, yeah, definitely, definitely my, um, my parents, cause they're, they just, they're just that way, you know? And then I think if you have someone who you trust with wisdom, you know, they're going to basically tell you what they think, even if they don't tell you directly, if you just really pay attention to their reaction to somebody, if you bring them around or you, you know, have a conversation, if they have a conversation with them, they're generally going to have a, a good uh, um, feedback for you. Mm. What about you, Mary? Do you have somebody that you could uh, go to and like, uh, I've been dating this dude. What do you think? Um, I used to, um, my mother, and she's no longer here. Mm. Um, nowadays, I've found up until recently, I didn't have time to date. So now that I'm dating again, um, I have a few people that I run and talk to, right, Shannon? And <laughs> 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 just run their ears off. <laughs> um, you too. I have a few good friends that I can turn to and, you know, give me your unbiased opinion. And what do you think I should do? And things like that. Yeah. Has anybody ever um, had a third party throw a monkey wrench into your dating life? Like um, where, you know, they, they were like, they told the person you were with, like, you don't mess with C-Will or you don't miss, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm laughing at Danny, but, um, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I don't feel like she, she ever, I don't think I ever seen her say anything or anything like that. But once this other girl started hanging out with my girl thing, you know, 
she started getting colder and you know what I'm saying and starting to act funny and I'm like yeah this girl she's been a she's influencing you about me and I can tell it you know what I'm saying but I was like it's hard to say because she was you know she was friends with that woman with that, the other girl for years before she met me so it's not like I, I could tell her hey, don't talk to her don't hang out with her you know what I'm saying but that's that's how I felt and so yeah I was like um I knew she was not I didn't know why you know what I'm saying I don't know why she she was against me or it felt that way but she did um it was definitely uh because it didn't last long after that after she she got in the picture and and like i said i'm like my dad i'm really turning too so you know she on the outside she's a nice beautiful successful person someone that my girl evidently looked up to you know but i didn't really i knew something was we weren't you know our spirits didn't like each other <laughs> you know so from that you know what I'm saying? Like I said, then my girl started acting, you know, funny after a while, you know, and I was like, whatever, you know, it's it's up to, you know, what you want to do, you know. So sometimes, you know, and I think I could have fought more, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what in that in the pat in look in hindsight, that's what she wanted, you know, was me to fight for her. Like and I think she actually uh set up a couple, you know, tests as women do sometimes, it seems to see if I would and how much, you know? And uh, I don't think I passed that. Right, yeah. I failed many of those kind of tests, so uh, we in the same boat. Um, what about you? Have you ever had somebody, like a third party, like a, a homie or a, a mother or a cousin or something, like kind of just hate on you from the sidelines with your person you was with, Mary? Um, wait, okay, hold on. Say that question again. Have a person hit on me no, from no, their no, party, no, from no, their no. side? Like, like, oh, hey, like hey, you, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like their homie or their mama or somebody like that. Even better, someone in my camp who hooked me up with the person wow. then turns around and sabotages my relationship because I was too happy for her. Wow. Yeah. Yeah because she was best friends with him. And so she got into his ear. Are you sure you can trust her? You sure you could do this? You sure you could do that? And at the end of the day, he chose to believe her over me, but she was also my best friend. So, you know, he was like, well, she knows you in and out. So why would she lie about that? Mm. Because she was cock blocking major and she didn't want to see me happy. Mm. That's that's all I can chalk it up to. That you know what she was miserable and alone. See, that's the thing too. Sorry. You gotta be careful where you get advice from, because a lot of people they if they happy, then it's cool. But then when they not happy, they don't want to see you happy. And a lot of times we don't realize it though. We thinking, oh man, they on our side, but really they be low key. Like man, you know, like you know, nah, Shannon too happy, and yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know, what I'm saying. So you gotta be really careful. Yeah. They be projecting their hurt into your relationship. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. To them, in their last relationship, they're going to come out like, hey, he's he trying to do this to you. You know what I'm saying? Or she's trying to do this to you. And they're like, oh, that don't got nothing to do with us. You know what I'm saying? That's that's y'all. You know what I'm saying? That ain't our problem, you know? So, yeah, I feel you, you know? And another problem that I I think is that happens a lot when you try to get advice from people is, at least this happened with me a lot, you know what I'm saying? Where people would tell me about their other, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to talk to me 
And but the problem is they only tell me the problems. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm getting is just this. Oh, she's just this, and she do this and that. But when everything's good, they don't have nothing to talk about. They just come to me to unburden themselves. You know what I'm saying? So when they come to ask for advice, I'm like, you know, I don't really know her. You know what I'm saying? All I know is that she's, I, you know. So my advice is, even though I, since I'm aware of that's the reason, you know, that's the reason my perception is skewed. I generally kind of temper my advice in that way. You know what I'm saying? Saying like, you know, I really don't know. You know what I'm saying? All the good side, you just told me the bad side. You know what I'm saying? And according to that, this is what I can say. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's something we should keep in mind when we, you know what I'm saying, when we talk to our girlfriends or, or you know, homeboys or whatever about our, our significant other, you know what I'm saying? And and then ask them what you think. And they're like, well, leave her because she could be, you know what I'm saying? Because he did this, 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 but you don't tell her all this, but she, you know, she does this and that and all the, all the other things. So I don't know if that's ever happened to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, many times, yeah, definitely. Um, there's another thing too, and I'm gonna start off with Shannon with this one. Is um, so you you're dating somebody, right? When do you bring them around your tribe? You know, your home girls, your family, and stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, I, I'll get to what I believe about it. Uh, I'm sure you won't agree, but <laughs> but uh, are you one of those? Uh, do you take a while before you start? you would, you know, you would start bringing them around your, your friends and family, or are you, do you feel like they got to, you know, your relationship about to get to a certain level before you start doing that? Um, I don't know. I never have. So, um, track writers like zero. Mm-hmm. So what, would you, what do you think you would do? I don't know. I, I, depends on the day you ask. Um, I mean, and my family so far and wide. Like, I'm mm-hmm. in a place where none of my family is. So, mm-hmm. and what about gonna... what about your friends? Like, so you you got a circle of friends where you you know what I'm saying? Have you ever brought them around them? My closest friend lives eight hours away, mm-hmm. um, and that's not even the closest circle of friends. So, um, no, I haven't brought anybody around my friends. Mm-hmm. What, what about you, Marissa? Are you one of those that are you quick to bring people? Over? I know, I know you have children, so we're not talking about your kids, but I mean like friends and family members and stuff. Or are you you like to wait a while before you start integrating them into your life like that? So it depends on the situation. It depends on the person, I should say, and how our relationship is progressing. My circle of friends is mostly made up of family, so like. Um, you know, my best friend is someone that I've been friends with for over 20 years. That's family. That's not even a friend at that point. You know what I'm saying? Um, my sister and I hang out all the time. So if I'm bringing someone, I would say not fairly new. I'm not talking about like, you know, two months in, three months in, we're still at that early new car smell stage, you know? Um, I want to do things alone with that person. Yeah. But after about like a good four or five months, then it's time it's like, so here's, you know, this is my sister, we hang out a lot. So, you know, we're gonna hang out, we're gonna go, you know, different places, do other things. Cause at that point, it's not just you and him getting to know each other, it's you and him looking to do other things. Well, me and him, I should say. Um, Him and I looking to do other things to help keep our relationship, you know, going and spending time together. So it's time to start incorporating other friends into our circles and 
his friends and my friends. So I would say like, for me, it seems fairly fast, but it's really not if you're looking at five, six months down the line. Mm. Okay, you know, hey, well, when I get to what I think, you'll you'll see where we're kind of in line <laughs> but see well what about you are you quick to be like once you start getting seeing a girl you like you wanted the homies to see her and all of that or are you one of those you want to keep her you know off to the side for a while i do but compared to that it's fast because when she said four or six months i was like that seems like a long time you know um because yeah if because she has to integ integrate you know what i'm saying so Four or six months, I'm in love. I'm if, I, if I'm with you four or six months, I'm definitely in love with you, and I want you, and I want you to be my life. So I, I can't let it go that far. Then you come and hang out, and you hate my people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you're gonna get to know my people a whole lot sooner than that, definitely. And I do trust their advice and their feedback. So yeah, you're gonna at least see that. I mean, you might, like I said, maybe a quick hi to my dad on the phone, or just come and meet the, the fellas or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I got, you know, respectful, you know, friends, so they're not gonna do anything sideways. I know some some dudes, especially when I was younger, they don't want to bring the girl around because they don't want the, the homies to try to hit on them and all that other nonsense. But um uh yeah, I I, I it, it'd probably be about a, a month or two at the most, you know what I'm saying? Cause I had the experience uh where yeah, she wasn't on the level. And I knew she wasn't. And this is the same girl I was talking about earlier. You know what I'm saying? Where she she was cute and she was fun. But as soon as she met my people, she was so intimidated. She just fell apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it was like, oh, she's so beautiful. And she trying to get at you. And da, 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 and, and why you in this and talking about the dude. You know, like, so the, I'm like, why are you all worried about him and what he think about you now? You know, and then worried about her and how beautiful she is. Like, you just... And I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? I, I thought maybe she could level up or something, but it won't happen. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of fast like that because my heart moves fast anyway. So I'd be starting, when I start getting invested, I need to know that you can hang. Yeah. So I, I just try to check you out with, with the whole group. Yeah, I, I'm a, I, I take my time on that because I, I, I just want to make sure it's real solid before I start doing that because you know, like I said, the, the new going back to the new car smell, it's great in the beginning. You know, I'm very cynical. Like, yeah, okay, it's great now. <laughs> you know, like, but will it be in two months or will it be in three or, you know? And then I feel like, you know, if we'd been together for, you know, a good amount of time and, you know, things seem to be going well, then that's when I start feeling like, okay, well, you know, let's do it. But then again, though, sometimes you're in a relationship and some people make you feel ways that you, you know, that others don't. So you may be like, you know what, it might be, uh, you know, two weeks and you're like, this is her, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I've, I've done that before, you know? So I, maybe I shouldn't say that publicly. So, uh, if I'm <laughs> oh, you're keeping me in the freezer. So, uh, well, you, don't <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, I, it depends, huh? This is another reason I do it is also because like I say, the people I used, you know, I generally hang out at our aunt. They're not, they're attractive too. You know what I'm saying? They got things going on. So, and like I said, I'm, so I'm single. So a lot of my friends are single and just because, because in that still kind of fresh, fresh enough stage where I want to see 
if she really likes me. You know what I'm saying? So because if you are good looking guys who are doing all right and got talent and you know what I'm saying, ambition ambition and all that other stuff, and she starts doing the googly eyes, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I see we're here, you know what I'm saying? I see how she kind of, you know, and that's fine. I'm like, okay, so she's not solid on me, you know what I'm saying? And she's still, you know, looking and, and she's seeing potential in other places. So that's one thing I don't I don't mind, you know what I'm saying? Um being exposed to that early. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know if that's a why. Like I said, don't listen to our don't listen to my You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm listening to you like, okay, yeah, maybe it's smarter to wait, you know, maybe at least, you know, two months or something, um, or or three months or something. But uh yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted I, I like this, you know, maybe I'm playing a little game. I want to see the test too. I want to see if you're going to, you know what I'm saying, start flashing little smiles at my boys and, and stuff like that, you know. So Oh, Stephanie. Uh, your friends can get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta hide stuff from your homies, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, <laughs> let's t- let's talk about finding the mate that we're looking for and and uh shannon uh i really really want to uh start with you on this one um so if you were think about a mate as a pie chart right and the things that you're looking for when you are choosing a mate kind of fill out that pie chart with percentages of what you're looking for um mm, I'd like them to love Jesus. Mm. So you want them to be okay when you say love Jesus. Have a relationship with Jesus. Okay. Does that mean go to church every Sunday? I don't go to church every Sunday. Okay. But I will know them by the fruit that they bear. Okay. All right. So, so a big part of it is the religious component. Does that do they have to be a specific? I don't don't want them to be religious. Spiritual. Um, I want them to have a relationship. Okay. With Jesus, there's a difference. Quote me if you must, but I don't want no religious man. Okay. All right. I guess I know what you're talking about. Um, What else goes in your pie chart? Um, uh, love for family, mm-hmm. um, integrity, mm-hmm. and I don't know percentages because I, I want all of those to operate at optimal numbers. Um, oh, okay. Have some cultural and community appreciation. Okay. Uh, willing to give back. Mm-hmm. So not be a coon, okay. <laughs> I didn't say that, but okay. <laughs> um, have some humor and zest for life. And don't get mad when I eat the last taco. <laughs> Can he be transracial? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hilarious. That's funny. Okay. That's the short list. All right. What about you, Mary? What's in what goes in your what are, what are some of your qualities you like? Yeah. 
um, he has to be incredibly intelligent. Like, I need to be able to have a conversation and carry a conversation and not fill it with all these awkward silences. Um, he has to have ambition. I want to know, like I said before, I want to know where he's going, what he's doing with himself. Yep. Um, what are his goals for the future? Um, he has to love children because at the end of the day, mama's got three kids. So if you don't love children, there's no way you're going to be able to love me because they are a major part of who I am. Yep. Um, they have to believe in some type of higher power. Now, I, I would love to say, you know, that, they'd ha that he has to have a relationship with Jesus. Um, I get that. But he has to have some type of belief in a higher power and that there's a reason why we're here on earth. And he has to <laughs> genuinely, a good higher power. That, that that we're on this earth for a reason and it's not just to breathe, you know, that he wants to give back. I'm a big giver backer, if that's even a word. I like to give back. I like to help. It's a word. Yeah. I like to put myself out there. He has to be like-minded, you know, yeah. because it doesn't work. It won't work hmm. any other way. You, you know, it's interesting. And before we get to see Will, I didn't put a whole lot of weight into believing in the higher power um, until really in the last, I would say seven years or so. Um, and I realized it's a big difference that I've seen as far as, and I'm not the most religious person in the world. I don't go to church every Sunday and uh, you know, I'm not in the choir or anything like that, but, but I noticed though, it, it is, it does make a significant difference. And, you know, I, I did grow up in the church. Right. And, um, there is a a different sensibility that I think that I you know that I see as far as um, when it comes to relationships. I notice that my relationships seem to be better when the woman that I'm with, you know, seems to ha have a relationship with uh, or spiritual at least. So that's um, very interesting, though, as someone who's not like you know holy roly guy. You know, but uh, anyway, that's something that I've noticed. What about you, C. Will? What is what are some of the things that you're looking for? Um, uh, just health, energy, you know, joy. I want you to be. I just like energy. You know, uh, a happy person. You know, that's supportive. You know, I don't want the depressed girl. You know? Girl, she was so beautiful. She talked to me all the time. I talked to her, but she was always so depressed. I'm like, goodness, you can drain my life. I can see you. You ain't even, you ain't even start the draining part. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, um, yeah, you you know, you got to be get some joy. You know what I'm saying? So I think, and I think that comes like Shannon was talking about from having some kind of purpose, some kind of something that makes you light up. You know that that really gives you life. You know, and so because that's the you know if I want to be able to support that in you. You know, because I have that and I want you to support it in me, you know, and that I, I believe that's what we're here just to let that light in us shine. So that being said, um, I do believe there is a light in us, you know, and that is our expression of it is why we're here. 
So um, that is like a given. Like you, you, you don't need to, you know, have any kind of deep understanding of that. Just recognize that it is the case. You know, what I'm saying that there is more to you than just the flesh and bones. You know, what I'm saying in this physical experience. So um, those two things are the main things. You know, I was thinking all, all the other qualifications I have. My hey, you know, you can't smoke, you can't, you know, what I'm saying, I'll do all this. But that, that's not really the case because if you have, you know, love and joy in your heart, I feel that you can, you're going to evolve. You know what I'm saying? And you're, you're going to, and because it's just been the nature of anybody who's hanging around me for, is you're going to evolve. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say you're going to quit drinking and smoking. But you're not going to do it so much around me anyway, because I, I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it, it, it's it's not a deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? You know, so because, yeah, if you if you have that joy in you, it's going to come and we're going to connect and it's just going to be light. So that's what I like. You know what I'm saying? So that's my main thing is just, uh, you know, like that's why I like art. I like I like artists. Generally, if you have some kind of passion like that. I'm definitely attracted to you. You know what I'm saying? If you, any kind of art, you know, if you do, if you express yourself create, creatively, I'm attracted to that. You know, and I, I used to think, oh man, that's kind of like a qualification, Christian, you know what I'm saying? But it is naturally what happens. And like, if you don't have it, it's probably a fling. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's just like, that's just the main thing, you know, because that's what I like to do and that's what I like to support. And I guess, you know, that's the commonality that keeps us strong because I feel like uh, when cause sex isn't everything, you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like creativity is a higher expression of that energy. And so we're not, it's not always going to be this crazy passionate fireworks all the time in the bedroom, you know what I'm saying? But you can create fireworks with your life and with your creativity, you know what I'm saying? So if you have that, I believe you can make it, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of whether, you know, sometimes you go through a dry spell in the bedroom or something, you know what I'm saying? So I think that that is something that uh, that makes it work. And that's why it's so important to me. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though. I generally like I've had bad relationships with creative types. Um, and I always you sometimes you feel like you're the mistress. <laughs> you know, in those relationships, you're second. yes, you're right. And um, I realized something. Maybe this is a uh, selfish of myself. Like I like women who have, like, you might say, boring jobs, like librarians and and uh, school teachers and uh, school administrators. I've dated like three school administrators. And work. You know, I mean, like, you know, something like My that's not like boring. you know, people would say sexy or whatever. Um, and it just seems like the ones that I've dated that had like the exciting jobs, you know, they the the crazy <laughs> chicks that I've dated, you know. So it's like the better relationships are the ones where they have like a nice nine to five, you know, you know, whatever. I, like, and they're not trying to be like a you know social media star or something, or you know, or something crazy like that. I don't know. I've noticed that I I tend to like it seems to work better for myself. So, you know, but, um, you know, I guess, you know. No, I'm talking about the good. It is a problem. Don't get me wrong. It is, it like you say, especially when they're so really egotistical about it and they need attention all the time. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, that, that, that doesn't have to do with your creativity. You could be creative and don't, you know, put your stuff out or share, you know, seek attention for it. You know, there's people who write poetry or sing. I know I, I dated some girls who sing really well or are not trying to be a star. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like, it's about expressing your soul, what I mean. You know, I don't mean like you have to be some kind of super artist or something, but that you have some kind of connection to that part of you that trans that's kind of, you know, for me, it's transcendent. And so I think, yeah. You be creative you know, in the kitchen. You can be creative anywhere. I'm creative. <laughs> I cooked up that chicken. It was like magic. Let me stop. Why can't the guy be creative in the kitchen? Why well, gotta be the girl? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That's a uh, right, Shannon. Creative in the bed is okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay, creative in the bed sounds good, but what, what are we talking about being creative though? Like, because you could take the creativity of too far. I think I don't know. Depends on what we're talking <laughs> about here. So I don't know, but uh, I, I I feel you though, Steph. Creative in the bedroom, hilarious. <laughs> Thank I'm you, glad you're I'm glad you're a little pie um, the the main thing is I really love intelligent women, right? I'm I you know, I'm gonna probably sound like an asshole, but you know, I or bougie or whatever, but I I just love first of all, I love being around smart people, right? And I enjoy people who love to learn you know, that have the an, an intellectual curiosity. So like, they don't know about it, but they want to learn, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. That like is very sexy to me. Um, and it, I mean, it, it, to the point, it, and it's even more so now, it always was, but even more so now. And being able to communicate with someone, have like good conversations. Cause you know, I feel like I can talk about anything, right? I can talk about bullshit. I can talk about politics. I can talk about life. I can talk about, you know, I like someone who has a well-rounded conversation. And even if if it isn't so well-rounded that they want to know more, like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Let me, you know, like, I love, I like, you know, I like someone who loves to learn, you know? Um, and um, so that's, that's like right up there. Um, also, I like women who, who are, um, they care a lot about, you know, their, um, their family. Like that's very important who have good relationships with their family, who want to have a family. And when I say family, I mean, like, um, you know, they want to make their house, their home that they, you know, they, they really take that stuff to, to heart. Like being here in Los Angeles, I, you know, you don't really get that. <laughs> so I always say that you got the import. Like I'm big on mm. important women. So, so like I, I need to start that as like some sort of business or something like that. It's for real, for real. But um, um, you don't get that a lot. It's unfortunate. And uh, so I tend to be drawn to women from the Midwest, the South, uh, you know, some parts of the East Coast even. Um, but um it's funny, like, uh, I think I said this before, like, you know that song, All My Exes Are From Texas? Like, I've dated a lot of women who've migrated 
from Texas to here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's bizarre. You would think that I literally, you would think that I'm purposely, you know, doing that. Um, and so, right, right, right. And um, so like those things really matter to me because I really take very serious the job of the, of a man in a relationship. And, uh, you know, I know I'm gonna get shot at, but I do believe in, in, in gender roles. Right. And I feel like, you know, as a man, you have certain duties and it's very important to, to do that. And, um, I like women who, um, who really enjoy, you know, being a woman, I love very feminine women, right? I'm not very into like, you know, women that are real masculine, you know? Um, so that's something too, that I'm really into. So when we're talking about our, my pie chart or whatever like that, it's intelligence, it's femininity. It's very important to me. Um, you know, I like happy and kind people like, you know, being kind is really under one of those one of those underrated things and having compassion or empathy for people you know it's a great quality in a person and unfortunately i feel like we don't put a lot of value in that and it really goes to the kind of person that you know people are right if you don't have empathy for your fellow man or woman you know you know what does that kind of say like is that someone you really want to hit your wagon to that someone doesn't have you know, um, a kind heart or empathy. And, you know, I'm very empathic, right? Like I really feel the pain of people. Like I don't like, you know, I get criticized a lot because people think I'm cold blooded or something like that. I'm really not, you know, I'm really, I'm really a, a, a nice kind person. I feel like you're talking about me. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, um, I'm very empathic, right? And I'm not a bully. So if somebody mess with me, you know what I'm saying? Then the tables are turned, but I don't, I never go out to hurt anybody. You know, that's not something that I do. And someone who is just cold, cold, cold hearted, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't feel any kind of empathy or sympathy or they're, they're not kind people that's not, a, that's a complete turnoff to me. And that's something that I, you know, I look at that. I look at how you, how you deal with other people, how you deal with um, mm -hmm. people in your family and, you know, and that, and I, I understand there are outliers and there's things that make you act a certain way. So I try to, you know, I try not to just go completely because, you know, anything can make you turn into an asshole in, in any moment. Right. So I don't try to, you know what I'm saying? I don't try to really judge people like that. But you can tell after being with someone for a while if they're a kind-hearted person. And that stuff, man, that is a sexy quality. And it's an underrated quality. I think a lot of us guys don't really put a lot of stock into that. And that's something that I look at. I look for, and it really matters to me. And I think that's the kind of person I want to be with long-term is that person. So that's what I'm looking for. So, so let's get to choosing a mate, right? So these are the people that we're looking for. These are the people that we're trying to choose. 
and whatnot. And there is a lot of belief. And welcome to the the in here, D. Hi, D. Uh, I always think of um, uh, do the right thing. Um, you ever seen that movie, Do the Right Thing? Yeah. Uh, Radio Raheem is in the uh, store. Uh, the yeah. store. He's like, D, motherfucker, D. Okay. <laughs> but okay, so now we're talking about um, choosing our mates. And uh, now we have a, um, we have what we want, what we're looking for. Now, where are we going to find these people? Because, uh, you know, you know, like one thing I, I talk about this a lot on this show is the walk up seems to be dead at the Walmart. <laughs> Hilarious, not at church. Like people aren't people are not like back in the day. I, I mean, I, I'm 42. Uh, Marissa, you're you're well, you're I don't know if you want me to say how old you are, but we're not far in age. 39. 39. And see, Will, what are you roughly? Are you in our age category? 22. 22 hilarious uh but you know back in the day you walked up and you chatted with someone you got their number i don't know if y'all remember that back in the day when you would get somebody's number you would just walk up to them like i think them days are like damn near over right like i don't know too many people who get numbers anymore you know like we just don't we just don't nope now it's what's your twitter <laughs> handle handle what's your insta right what's your insta are <laughs> you on Facebook? <laughs> or like even it kind of evolved to um, you know, I just put your number in my phone right away, right? You know, it was yeah. it was that, or you know, and then you would hit them up right in front of you know, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. And you like because like, yeah, yeah. And that's why I think it that's why I think it, <laughs> right. you give me the wrong number. Now, the girls are more direct, they'll be just like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like. They won't try to play you because you know. Right, you know that one. Right. Like, okay, I'm gonna get you a quick so you have mine. Like, so, so the walk up is dead. It seems like it. I mean, you don't hear too much. Like, I remember I was dating this girl, and someone asked me, like, "Oh, how did y'all meet?" And I was like, I, "At the grocery store." It was like, "Really? You walked up to her and just got her number?" I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> you know, like you know. So that's uh, that's pretty much dead and gone so where do you find people like are we talking like uh uh they said not at church uh like is there are people still hooking up at church uh the piggly wiggly and for uh, the people in the south online where are we finding these people at mm -hmm. somebody tell me we're not nowadays it has to be either at the job at the bar mm. this is where you know People have hooked up with people. <laughs> um, friends of friends. I'm sorry, hold on a second. Hi, Max. Friends of friends. Uh, they rang my doorbell, so the dog is going off, and I apologize. No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so at the bar or... Um, Online, online is a big factor. What dating app? Match.com, um, Christian Singles, whatever you can name. That's where people Tinder, I know are, are looking for. <laughs> right. Grind, yeah. Well, Grinders only if you want to hook up, not if you want. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, doing some grinding, huh? bumping and grinding. Um, yeah, see, Will, I mean, like, where where's your stomping grounds? Where do you, you know? Well, I'm gonna have to say I don't think the walk up is dead because I still I think the grocery stores got like the best place. I got every time yeah. the grocery store, somebody's giving me the oogie eyes. So you know, I just choose not to because you know whatever. But and then church does <laughs> there's. Definitely the ugly eyes going on and, and a lot of unnecessary closeness and all that stuff going on. So yeah, church is is another place. Um and to me, yeah, because I don't really go out a lot, so it's usually just out in the street that I that people uh, and like I said, in this in a, in a grocery store or somewhere like that, that where um where you where you you're you're just hanging around, you know. Not in the actual street, you know, because I'm not that young to be hanging out in the street. You know what I'm saying? But because I, I don't, so I don't really think it's dead. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, for me, the church and and just mutual friendships. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, so when I say like part, you know, I don't mean like random people parties. I mean like, so how I met my ex was at a at a at a mutual friends meet. You know get together you know what i'm saying so and then that was one of her friends and 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 it's community stuff like that you know so it's like yeah it's it's like events you know i, I and to go to what maris so was saying i used to that used to be my go-to place with as well was work you know what i'm saying but then i stopped doing that because i didn't it's not smart uh or at least it wasn't i didn't think it was smart you know what i'm saying so uh, uh, I kind of started straying away from that. Um, but yeah, just mutual. I would say if you have, like, I know you do, Kente, you know, you got people who are active in the community. There's always community events because you're generally going to meet good people at those kind of events. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you don't get too much, you know, like you said, the most, almost everyone there is altruistic and trying to help the community and, and different things like that. So, Yeah. That's where I met the most, the best people that like community activism type of places. You you want to hear? Um, I saw C well and there's C money, hilarious. Um, you know it's funny. Okay, so you're a teacher, right, Mary? Yes. And um, I have a friend who was like a substitute teacher, and you were talking about like hooking up at work or whatever, and she was talking about like well, you know the I think it was like third grade or something. And she was talking about all the hookups that the teachers was getting popping at the school and everything. I mean, that thing was like I'm talking about. If that was like a, uh, if that was a uh, uh, a TV show, it would have to be on HBO. <laughs> them teachers was out out of. If you knew what them teachers was doing, like I can't even. I'm not even say it on air what them teachers was doing at their school, but they was getting it in. Uh, okay, <laughs> so and they were like third grade teachers or something like that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> So it was it was wild. It was really wild. I was like, oh wow. That made me blush. <laughs> so but uh really I don't know if you really want to uh date people on your job. <laughs> That's probably not the, the like you don't want to fling on your job. If you're gonna date someone on your job, really kind of hope that it's something really serious. Like you don't want too many flings on your job because and then especially 
you don't want after the shit go bad, then you got to see them at your job every day, like you know. <laughs> Yeah, like oh man, uh, yeah that 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 might not be a good thing, but let's okay. So we talked about job may not be appropriate place. You, oh wait, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> Mary. So what I was gonna say is, so it really depends on how you end that relationship, because I've had relationships with people at my job. And we are currently in a spot where we can be friendly and we can talk and there's no shit talking, so to speak, going on and there's been no bad blood. So it really depends on how you and how maturely you end that relationship. Mm. That's two people being mature, right? But I mean, you never considered, did he? I didn't hear what he said. You in that relationship or did he? Or was it mutual? Um, I ended it because he eventually, I found out he had a wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I see him now and it's like, oh, hey, what's up? How are you? Very cordial. We have to have, um, contact because of his position at the school. Um, so it, uh, yeah, it's very interesting to say the least, but we're cordial. We're very adult about that, it. Hey, you know? Kudos to you, because you could have been an asshole, and you would have been rightfully so. Yeah, that's not my game, though. That's not me. That's not my style. Oh, he, he picked the right one. <laughs> because other people, you know, yeah. They would have blown that shit up out the water. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. Okay, so we talked about the workplace not being an ideal place to, to uh, pick up somebody. Let's kind of talk about places that are that you probably shouldn't go fishing for hookups. And one place I always hear now, I know Shannon used to go to the gym a lot. Um, I always hear women say they don't like when they get approached at the gym. Or are you one of those people, Shannon? I'm not getting approached in the island of Key West. Period. Okay. So would, it doesn't would you be offended if a guy tried to, while you were working out, tried to? you know, approach you? Mm, I don't know. I guess it depends on what he says. Mm. Oh, okay. So if he if he came correct, you would be cool with it, right? I might be intrigued. To <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So you so you wouldn't you wouldn't just blow it out the water. What about you, Mary? Uh is the gym a bad place to I I actually I don't I would say no because if I'm at the gym and I'm serious about trying to get healthy then I want someone again who's like-minded and is trying to do that now depending on how he approached me if he's like oh uh, those leggings look whatever it's some smart ass comment obviously I'm ignoring him um you know, if it's a thing of, oh, let, let me show you how to use that machine better. What are you trying to do? You know, things like that. I like the slick guys. So let's let's just throw that out there. I like the guys who just slide right in and you didn't even realize that they were sliding in until it's too late. And you're like, wow, you're really like cute. I like you. <laughs> that type of thing. So depends on his approach. I would say that's it's not a bad place for me to be approached. Okay. Uh 
uh, I mean, you not you wouldn't care if a, if a woman approached you at the gym. Sure, no, no, no. But yeah, men is. I think it, yeah, we we the ones have to ask that question because we definitely at the gym. Yeah, I'm like what, and then but then it's like I I I, I always temper myself because like I know I'm there to work out and I feel like they're you know the women are there to work out as well, and and so I don't know if you know what I'm saying like I should intrude on that. Cause especially when I'm in the zone, I don't, I don't I've had some uh you know, like I said, women with the unnecessary closeness. And I'm like, sometimes I just be in the zone. I just be like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Maybe when I'm done and you feel around, you know what I'm saying? But and then I feel like, you know, women can get in that zone as well. So I wouldn't want to interrupt that part. You know what I'm saying? But you you, you, know, you ain't never seen a woman on the elliptical and said, you know what? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say, of course, for a minute, for, for, you know, you at the gym, you're going to see, it's it's like, you know, Wonderland, you know what I'm saying? So you're like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to focus on working out. <laughs> that's what I want, you know what I'm saying? So I need to just tighten it up right here and uh, and maybe, you know what I'm saying, I'll catch you on the in or out, you know what I'm saying? Be like, hey, or, I'll spot you. <laughs> you doing squat? Doing squats. <laughs> uh, all right. So the gym, we're all in agreement. If it's done right, the gym is okay. Uh, okay. What about church? Um, is church a good place to you know? And and what and what part of church is the best place to make your move? We'll go back to you, C. Will. What's a you know? What's a after church after. after. Has to be after because you know you know God trying to do His thing and you it ain't about you and your 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 lower extremities at that point you know what I'm saying so yeah you got to keep that part on on lock for the service you know what I'm saying then after it's fellowship and talking and everything and it's a whole you know so and you know imagine what kind of church you go to what kind of activities they got going on a lot of times they they make it easy you know what I'm saying. You know, like, oh, there's a single thing going on. You go into that, you know what I'm saying? And she's like, no, but at least she know why you're talking to her. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's it's not really that difficult. You know what I'm saying? The only thing with churches, in my experience, like right now I'm in Tennessee, so and it's a, it's a smaller church that I started hanging out at. So, you know, it ain't like like the bigger church. Like they're just there's all kind of space and all kind of women all over the place. And so you can holler at someone, and if it don't work out, you just don't, you know, you don't have to worry about the mean in your face. But here, like, you no, know, it's like, you know, you know, the, you know, fifteen of us, and if it don't work out, you know, what I'm saying you still in my face, right? You go, I go to the church, you know, what I'm saying? So, so yeah, so I, but you know, that you know, if and if it's a real church girl, you're all gonna take it slow anyway, and, and try to figure out what's what's really real, what's really good. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but uh, no. So if it's during communion, no, right? Don't do. It. Oh, no, 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 not during communion or baptism. Someone's getting baptized right before. No, 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 no praying for her to get to find you at the altar call. You know, like, hey, Jesus said you need to find me in your life. No, no, that's not good. <laughs> See, Steph, Steph is getting action at the church. So, uh, in the parking lot. So the parking lot is good. That's a good place. Yeah, like yeah. after church, you a lot of milling around going on, or whatever, or before church. I mean, you know, just generally, you know, everyone's late to church on black people's so. <laughs> prayer. <pimping. laughs> 
Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. Shannon, so the parking lot, right? That's a good place to approach you at church, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gave me some time. <laughs> you say what some tacos <laughs> at church. Right? You you okay with that, right, Shannon? No. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. But and Mary, you cool with that, right? Church. Church, yeah, church is all right. Before church, after church. Don't talk to me during church because when I'm at church, when I go to church, is I'm there for a reason and I want to commune and I want to receive and I want to hear what's meant for me. So don't try to catch my attention and wave at me from across the pews, you know. Nah, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Before or after, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Then. Mm-hmm. Now, one of my favorite places is the gas station. <laughs> Gas station. Gonna pull my gas? Why the gas station? Gas, no, I just love gas station uh, holler hook uh, stories. They're always the, the best <laughs> when someone tries to holler at the gas station. So, do y'all get uh, do, do y'all ever get a uh, holler at the gas station? Nope. Really? No. No gas. That's nope. a great place. You're. I get in. I pump my own gas. I leave. Now. When I don't pump my old gas, it's usually this old man, this cute old man talking about God bless, sister, have a good night. <laughs> yeah, he ain't hollering at me. He's like 95. We good. No oh, time man. I, gas gas station. station is a great place. She's on seven, you on five. <laughs> you know, you cross from each other. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got to sit there. That has never they, happened. You know? The gas is being pumped. You know, you you just happen to be seeing each other. You know. What about um? No. <laughs> no. Really? <laughs> you don't have to be this smart to pump gas. <laughs> Hilarious. That is so true, Danny. Oh <laughs> uh, man, y'all killing me. So no gas, no gas station. Okay, let me think of one more. I mean, and if you like. Like when I was visiting my girl Marisol, I don't pump my own gas, so he can't even be smooth and be like, "Let me pump your gas." Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, now here's one. This is kind of a, a crappy one. Going back to the workplace, uh, or it can be crappy. I guess it depends on how you perceive it. Um, has anyone ever had a um, a supervisor or a boss tried to get at you? Let me see. Uh, see, Steph says, yep. Mm-hmm. Steph, yep. going to be yes to every question. <laughs> so, okay. So, Mary, you said, yeah. Well, I told you, the guy that I oh, had, oh. He, wow. he's in a position where I have to deal with him because he's up there. Oh. Meanwhile, I'm some lonely teacher, mm. second year teacher doing her thing. But um, mm. like I said, I have to communicate with him. Mm-hmm. Um, not on a daily basis, but definitely when I'm trying to take my children out of the school, when I'm trying to coordinate trips and big things like that happening around the school. Um, when we're looking for money to do things around the school, this is the guy we have to talk to. Right. So, that yeah. Is- it's happened. Mm, I've had managers uh, stare at my chest a lot as well. <laughs> yeah, they're going to stare. That's for sure. Um, 
I don't know. I, I mean, uh, uh, what do you think about that, Well, Those, you know, I mean, obviously, especially nowadays, especially, you know, you if you are in a uh, administrative <laughs> position, you probably don't want to risk your situation, even if you feel like um, there might be something there or something like that. Um, you know, I've you know I've been in managerial positions a lot in my life, and I never. Uh, yeah. So um, even if I felt like there was some, you know, back and forth there, because, you know, you when you're in a position, especially where you have something to lose, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, like you got to definitely protect that, you know? Yeah, I think as a man, you really got to be careful with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I used to want a position like that. because I'm like, OK, yeah, then I can pick or what, do whatever. And then when I got that position, I wouldn't, there was no way, because it was, like I said, it's too risky. It could be misconstrued. It could be taken. Um, and and just my thing is like, you know, especially, you know, if you're dealing with someone who just decides to be vindictive, even if it was nothing wrong that you did or was wrong with the relationship, that part, then she can still come back and say that there, there was, you know what I'm saying? And then get you out. So it's it's better just to be above board um, but on that, I, when you first asked the question, the thought came, I was like, has anyone, and I don't know if there, I can't think of, but, uh, one was a professor, you know, it's not a boss or anything, but she was cute and she was cool. And, uh, so, you know, I went to her office and she's, you know, I made her laugh a couple of times. She gave in and, and, and I don't know. So she's, uh, I could tell from the last, so I was like, oh, I, she, she's not laughing just because it's that funny, you know what I'm saying? And so... And so I just kept the flirt going on just because it was fun. And, but I didn't think that never, you know, so you know, I'm a college and it's like, we're surrounded by girls, you know what I'm saying? And, but anyway, it, it didn't, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, you know, so, so for the next class we talked and giggled, the next class we talked and giggled. And then after the next class, I was out in the hall talking to someone, you know, I'm, I was really interested in, not that I wasn't interested in her, but you know, and you know, she walked. She came out and saw us, and we saw we saw the vibe going on. And it was not good after that. You know, what I'm saying it was like it went cold in the class. She would, you know, and then the grades got the red marks on the paper increased and all kind of nonsense. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would just say if you're gonna do it, just do it. You know, what I'm saying don't play with it. You know, you know, um, and and be amb- ambiguous about it. You know, and and definitely as a man, if you're in a position of authority, I would say, yeah, just still the same thing. Don't play with that work. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah, I don't think there's any kind of right way to do it when you have authority because it, it may it can always be misconstrued as. So the, if you want to go up in this, uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's hard. So. True story, just mm-hmm. to piggyback off of what C. Will said. Um, my kid's father was actually fired from a job. He was a manager. And he said something. Now, to hear him tell it, it was something as innocent as, what do you have in your box? <laughs> because he was uh, mm. collecting money. Okay? Simple. What do you have in your box? The girl took it to HR. Talk about he was flirting with me. He was um, sexually harassing me. 
yada, 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 this, that, and the third. And they ended up firing him for that. And he's like, I swear to you, I did nothing. I, I don't find her attractive. Like it was straight up. Like, what do you have in your box? I'm collecting money. You know, mm. what's in there? Do I need to take it? You know? And, um, HR didn't want to hear that and he lost his job because of it. So it could be that she attempted to hit on him. I don't know. I wasn't there. Maybe he was being suggestive. I don't know. I wasn't there, but to hear him tell it, it was something innocent. And she was like, you know what? I'm done with him. He's leaving. I'm going to HR. And that was that. And it's sadly that that would happen. Yeah. It can happen like that. Dang. That's crazy. Um, I think, I think most, most guys in our heart of hearts, there is no bad place to try to with a chick, you know, like, you know, to be honest with you, if it wasn't seen as effed up, we would probably do it almost anywhere. Right. Yeah. So like, even at like a funeral, if we really, yeah, if we felt we could get away with it, we'd be like, right at the viewing, we'd be like, Hey, so, uh, <laughs> you know? like, the only thing that probably so how do you know Aunt right. Mary? <laughs> We're like, yeah, I feel bad too. We should maybe grieve together, you know, or something like that. Yeah. So if we if we didn't think that it was going to be seen in a negative way, we probably would try it anywhere. But uh, that's the only thing that keeps us from it is that, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but um, I just find it interesting because like, I think the way we think about it as guys is like, like why we try the gas station is, I don't know. I may never see uh, Anne or Mary ever again. If you're that much, it don't matter. Because like you say, this might be the only opportunity. Are you gonna walk? I'm never gonna see you again in, my, in the life. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Happen, I, you, know. you know, so that's why you just gotta shoot your shot when you got it, right? So it might be at the gas station. It might be at the grocery store. It might be at at Aunt so-and-so's funeral, you know? Like, you never know where it might be. It could happen. So, you know, you always gotta, you always gotta have your predator vision going. You know? <laughs> you always gotta... <laughs> predator vision. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, uh, I want to thank this. Uh, you guys were amazing. Uh, this was a great show. Uh, I'm going to start off with you, a ladies first. Mary, how can people get you on social media and all that good stuff? Um, uh, you can connect with me on Instagram, Latina NYC zero. Um, I have Facebook. It's Mary Cruz. Um, that's about it. All right. All right. And what about you, C. Will? How can we get you? So I'm C. Will Inspire on Instagram and Facebook and, uh, you know, C. Will Inspire.com. All right. All right. And you, you got any music coming out? Me? Yeah. Uh, I'm producing some stuff. I got a couple songs for church I'm doing, and then um, I'm helping out some local artists. Uh, but my stuff, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like I'm like what I've been talking about earlier. I've been making all kinds of stuff and never put anything out. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if I can get something out, but uh, not not right now. All right. Please let, let us know so that we can definitely support, man. Definitely. Do right. And uh, Shannon... How can people get you on social media and tell us how we can check out your show? Um, you can follow me on IG, Twitter, Facebook, Shannon Ford, like the president, hyphen Jefferson, like the president. 
Um, and my show airs on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I've set apart woman. All right. And um, oh, thank you. You can get me at Kente F on Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. Uh, this Thursday, we will be having an all new episode of Cinema de Fromage. Uh, we will be covering the movie Dawn of the Dead. This is the 1970 uh, something version of it. Um, we have uh, a new uh, co host on the show, Joshua. Uh, so it's pretty cool. And um, so we, we will be going over that movie. That should be a lot of fun. And of course, we'll be back next week with an all new episode of uh, Men and Women Talk the Mars Venus show. Uh, you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye.